and welcome to a Taylor's Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, Austin is an NFT. Uh, what am I talking about? Well, this I've visited Austin, Texas. I was there for, I think, a, a total of four days, and now I'm currently in Dallas, Texas. This week, it's really going to be a, a focus on how travel can go from, like, really interesting, like, fast-paced to a point where you really don't have anything to do. And what you do in those slow moments can actually detail you from how good the trip has been so far. So what do I mean by that? Well, for me, I found Austin, Texas to be quite dull. And maybe that's because it's been overhyped from all of the podcasters talking about it and how there's been like a news element around the place and how a lot of people have moved towards it. Well, for me personally, I found there was little to do. And to quote uh, Tim Dillon, uh, Austin is an, an NFT. It doesn't exist. Austin's an NFT. Here's a, it doesn't no, exist. No, 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 no. If you it's go... It's not real. As, or, or as he'll call it, and I'll get him to play the clip now, Austin is... The city of Austin, Texas. Uh -huh. I, I want to go on record here. Okay, I'm not... Go. Is a dump. <laughs> That's right. A dump. <laughs> and I, I don't think that. I think it's just that it reminds me very much of where I'm from, from Reading. It's like, I will call Reading a shithole, but it's not really. It's just boring. There's nothing going on there. There's very little people action. There's very little things for young people to do there. There's it, it's it, all, all the thing is drinking and so-called live music. Or again, I quote Tim Little on this, it's a bunch of heroin addicts busking in multiple bars and they're just nobodies, but whatever. Play the clip. <laughs> There's two streets downtown where everybody gets drunk and shoots each other. <laughs> and then... <laughs> so for me personally, the clips are a little bit extreme from Tim, but they do, actually, he is saying a lot of sense. And for me personally, after visiting Austin, I feel like Rogan and, and the rest of them, it's a family place. That's what it is. It makes sense now. It's for raising kids. It's a quiet place. There's very little to do there. Um, it's safe, safe-ish. Uh, there's still a homeless problem. So from the last podcast, I did talk about that and say that if I got to Texas and found that there was a homeless problem still, I was going to be annoyed, and it is still here. So it turns out that I've spoken to a couple of different travelers, and it just seems to me that the USA has a problem in general, and that this is not uncommon for people from Europe to come over to the US and find that that is a common issue, and that it can be a little bit daunting, a little bit deterring from how you look back on the USA. Um, and for me personally, I had no idea. There is no nothing on the news to tell you about this. There's no real um, sort of information being given out that tells you to the to the average traveller uh, that the US has a problem with homeless. And also, for those thinking of travelling to the US, I, I'm actually going to be really harsh here and say that the hostile situation in comparison to travelling through Europe and through Southeast Asia and through um, basically anywhere that's on the traveller's guide, you're going to find that it's actually a lot less of an atmosphere in comparison to travelling through those areas. You're going to find you're going to meet less people. There's not much of a, what I would call, camaraderie. There's very much less... Uh, just all-round people traveling to the US, and I know why. One of those reasons being is that the hostels are well overpriced for what you're getting. Uh, there's a lack of uh, atmosphere, as I said in the first place. There's also a lack of a trail. 
there's a lack of a, a, a like a traveler's trail to go through the country you just go to the places that you think may be interesting um, and in, in the case of like Australia, for instance, you know the main hubs. For instance, in Mexico, there is a traveler's route that you can go from either Mexico City or Cancun and get to the other side, and you know the general gist of where you're going to go. It's not the case here, and I don't think that the USA has generally focused in on the tourist side, maybe the traveling side, the younger person's traveling side to the USA. Um, $40 a night for what I paid in Denver was well overpriced. You're getting a bunk bed, which I was paying something like 200 pesos a night for. I think it's even less than that. It may be like 100 pesos or something for certain places. And you're getting the exact same quality. If Actually, if I'm going to be honest, Mexico hostels were, they provided a free breakfast as well. And for like half the price. So you've got to consider here that these things really are... Um, big factors when you are choosing to travel to the USA. I've spent double what I was spending in Mexico, maybe even triple. And yes, I've done, uh, I've been to Yosemite and I've seen a show in Las Vegas and stayed in a nice hotel in Vegas. But those three things shouldn't mean I'm spending triple the amount that I'm spending in Mexico. And to the average traveler, this may be sound like I'm moaning. I'm not, I'm just giving you information and telling my tale of how I've experienced the USA. And I've loved California and I've loved, uh, I, I really enjoyed the experience of Las Vegas, even if it was overpriced. Um, Denver and Austin, a little bit of a letdown, a little bit of wind out of my sails. So it's lovely to come to Dallas and find there's art here. There's the assassination memorial for JFK. There's a tower to go visit to be able to see the entirety of the, uh, like, the entire city of, of Dallas. Uh, and there's also the farmer's market, which, again, that's a little bit like, it's not really a farmer's market. It's more uh, a bunch of modern shops next to each other within a building rather than uh, an actual market which I can see, I don't know, like it's closed down now, but outside there's an actual proper market that nobody talks about, which is much better. Those little ones, the hidden gems that you can find within traveling, those are the ones that you really want to find uh, and are important to share the information on. Uh, I'm currently staying at Deep Elm Hostel in Dallas, and it's, you know, it's pretty standard. Again, it's just the pricing for what you're getting. It's not... It's not what you, you'd think, especially for the price you're paying. Um, also, I'd like to point out that something that I've shared and talked to about with people I've traveled with and spoke to in the US is that there seems to be a lot of people from the US staying in these hostels, which I'm not used to. It's normally travelers from around the world rather than those of the native uh, country. Completely different here apparently it's just common for people to stay in the hostel if you're from the US uh, traveling throughout the US which I'm not used to uh, I have stayed in hostels in the in the UK um, and I felt kind of weird doing it you know because it was very much a travelers hostel for people outside of the UK to come in and stay in so food for thought on those on those things there there's also um, a very strong smell of weed throughout the US because it's legal in a lot of places. I don't know if that puts a lot of people off or if, if it makes you think, but there's also, um, you've got to be careful. You've got to be uh, on your wits, which I'm not used to, if I'm honest. I, you know, I had the expectation within Mexico because I was like, oh, there's the cartel and there's the corrupt police. I was expecting poverty and expecting things like that. But coming to the US, it's been a little bit of a, oh, wow, 
this is a completely different reality. This is a completely different type of first world country. Um, and it's made me really appreciate what I have at home and also appreciate the places I've visited before where I haven't had to think about this. Um, going through Europe, going through um, Southeast Asia, going through Australasia, going through basically even Mexico in that terms. And to some extent, I'm really looking forward to going to places like Japan, uh, where there's also, it's a first world country, but it's also got a little bit of a different style of being a first world country. So I'm looking forward to that. Not that I'm, you know, non-appreciating my travels at the moment, because I've found that the best lesson is the lesson you learn from the loss rather than from the win. Uh, that's always something that you come from, come back from, make make you even more powerful than you already were. So this is really important to to come to grips with, especially when you are over halfway. I am currently 20 days into my travel of the USA, and my favorite places are yet to come. My, well, I should say my favorite place. Uh, I will be going to the USA, uh, to New York City within the USA, and. Uh, New York City, as I've said before on the podcast, is probably one of my favorite places on earth. Maybe because of the chaos, but also because of uh, the ability to walk and get public transport anywhere, the amazing food, the constant, um, like anything can happen, but also there's so much to see. You have, I'm spending six days there, and last time I was there for a week and I felt like I hadn't even scratched the surface of New York. So I'm so glad to go back. I'm also going to be seeing uh, Washington, D.C., which will be interesting to see. I'm not really a political person, but I can appreciate the uh, statues and the monuments and the history behind the country. So I'm looking forward to, to seeing that. If I do have to get down to the nitty gritty of things as well, is that I've also realized like the California overhyping of how... Uh, bad it got is is I think podcasters again I'm not naming names but have well overhyped the sort of issues with California yes there's a mask mandate but it's very much like anywhere in Europe and yes there's there is a homeless issue but they are trying their best to clean it up I, th- I actually think California as a place has a lot more to do than the entirety of Texas and that's me being nice I think uh, and I think that California, yes, it has the mask mandate and the, um, and it, sorry, it no longer has the mask mandate, but you, out of your own choice, you can, most places will ask you to wear it, very much like in the United Kingdom. I think here the, the stuff you see that outweighs the, the problems that it has in comparison to Texas, not having any of the mask mandate and having a much lower cases of homelessness, it also just has very little to do in comparison. Um, maybe I'm being a little bit harsh because I don't drink and I'm not really, if it's not pop punk or rock, I'm not going to go and see it live Um, and I can appreciate the amazing brisket and food that's being served, but apart from that it's kind of a letdown, so it's good for me to to experience this so that I can get it out there for other travellers that maybe you want to come here, depending on what you like, maybe if you're into uh, the rougher sort of life in terms of going down gun ranges or anything along those lines, then that could be there as well. But there's also the ability to um, see stuff. And as much as I love going down to photograph JFK and the grassy knoll, which is amazing, like I loved going around there this morning, you can probably get a lot of the stuff done in Dallas, for instance, within either a morning or a full day. 
Uh, I'm lucky enough, I'm you know, kind of glad that I'm only here for two days, today and tomorrow, and then I'm off on Monday to Washington, D.C. That tomorrow I'm just going to use as a day to edit the podcast, upload the podcast, go for a run, uh, and basically just relax but that that gives you a kind of a glimpse and I've even added in gym sessions yesterday and today when I got to Dallas so you incorporate that and you're thinking to yourself well there's a lot of time for those who for instance don't want to go to the gym uh, don't eat as much as me so they're not going to as many places to eat so you've got to think that you've got the tower the revolution I think it's called the um, revolution tower something along those lines but uh, you've got the Kennedy assassination area you've got the artwork that's around Deep Elam and the Dallas area but you've also got the farmer's market maybe if you're into that sort of thing into the quote unquote modern farmer's market but it's kind of like you know apart from that and then Austin again Austin has two streets and they're mainly for drinking and that's it and you've got maybe if you want to go kayaking that's on the river. I've already been. I already had been kayaking in San Diego, and I don't think I could have been in San Diego's beautiful oceanfront kayaking. So I wasn't going to sort of lower the standard of what I'd seen beforehand and, and dampen a memory. Rather than, for instance, what I did do was I went into this weird museum, uh, and there's a saying, "Keep Austin weird," and I'm like, "Yeah, you know." That, that that's kind of a nicety really there's nothing weird about austin it's pretty you know <laughs> that'd be like me <laughs> me saying plain greek yogurt's weird like that doesn't make any sense like it's just it's just plain this is there's nothing weird about it but um i think it's trying to trying to be a little bit more tongue-in-cheek than it actually is but that's my opinion and like i said i went to the the weird museum which was basically uh sort of statues and wax figures of uh like dracula sort of dark comical circus people um nosferatu like i said dracula and people like that nothing serious like monsters uh it was quite fun i was there for an hour and then i went and played some mini golf again i was just finding anything to to do that was potentially there that you could do on a cheap price like I mean, you could, for instance, go horseback riding, maybe, if you've got the money. Um, but that's really out of your way. You'd have to get an Uber to get to the location, come back. Um, there's a couple of other things. But I felt like, again, I stayed at this place called the Firehouse Hostel as well. And that probably had the best atmosphere I've seen so far in terms of like people talking to one another in a hostel. Uh, and that, even then, very small communal area. Kind of like two benches, and then that was it and kind of should it be like that no definitely not it should be a massive communal area where everyone's kind of kind of forced to, to be into and communicate like i said with san crystal ball the ability to all be in the same area forces people to communicate get to know each other share stories and share advice like i said with this podcast this is really important to have the 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 downside as well as the upside so that people can understand where not to go as much as it is important to know where to go and that can be a uh, a big thing for people the make or break holiday sort of thing so there it is on that one so austin is definitely overhyped in my opinion, uh, I would say skip it <laughs> altogether. Uh, for, for me personally, uh, I know 
that loads of YouTubers and people have moved there. I can understand why it's quiet. There's nothing... Like, if you're trying to live your 9 to 5 life there, basically, then it's going to be great because you can... You don't have to worry about the maniac of tourists coming to visit. But the idea that it's the next New York or the next Los Angeles, again, I think Tim Dillon hit it on the nail on the head. It is no way is it going to be that in any way, shape or form because it's barely a city. It reminds me, like I said, of Reading at home. It's a, a town that wants to be a city. Uh, and maybe that, again, maybe I'm being a little bit over the top, but whatever. Got to get my opinion out there and in some fashional form basically uh, and, and maybe it's uh, unfounded uh, and unwanted opinion but I hope that for, for my friends who are listening um, you guys know that maybe don't come here maybe if you do if you're if you're a drinker but even then even if you're a drinker there's only two streets in Austin to drink on and then once you've done that what are you going to do next um, and if there's no comedians or live music in town that you like there's it, you know that very much the the statement of it the live music capital of the world kind of goes down to the to the fan so moving on from texas texas was a learning experience for me uh, and the usa hostel system has also been a big learning experience for me as well in terms of really appreciating what i had in mexico but also having uh, the appreciation for sticking to the traveler's trail and i think that's sometimes important it's very much overlooked when somebody does the same as everyone else. Uh, a lot of the time we always think to ourselves, if someone else is doing it, I don't want to do it because that's not very cool, that's not very unique, and that's not gonna get those Instagram likes or whatever people do nowadays. I think, let's turn, turn it back a bit. If there is a traveler's trail, and it's a known trail, then do walk upon it because you will find gems within it on your own and doing it your own way for instance when i visited bangkok i went out on my own and just explored the city and it, and did it on foot and did it in a way that very few people do it uh, and i saw bangkok in a very different light compared to a lot of other travelers uh, who a lot of people say that it's not as you know it's not fun to visit some people love it some people hate it i'm i loved it from seeing it from a very different point of view that it was not as uh, much a shopper's paradise and uh, vulgar in its uh, sexual desires or more as a place of beauty, peace uh, and good food and good coffee for that matter although they use condensed milk for the coffee that was kind of weird um, so I'm still getting over that even though it was uh, four years ago <laughs> nonetheless, point being is this when you go on the traveller's trail and you have something that other people have done and they've given you the advice to go there, take it. Because most of the time, it's good advice and it comes from a good place of heart. And from there, you can then find your own trail and your own off the road, off the cuff places to visit and make it your own. And that's very different to how a lot of people would advise you. Maybe most people would say, find your own unique uh, way in life in traveling the world and finding new places is very easy for you or maybe it's not so easy um, so take this advice and go from there or don't take it and therefore you know come to the US and enjoy that ability to uh, be amongst the boringness that was Austin <laughs>
So you may or may not take this advice and that's fine because we all see the world in our own way. And that's important to be able to have your own travels that you can say to other people and really hold on to as a memory. For instance, one of the, my favorite things this morning was trying something as silly as uh, chicken waffles and bacon and eggs this morning, a very American breakfast, not very good for me, but I did make sure that I got a solid gym session in and 20,000 steps to try and burn off those calories. One of the things that I have not been expecting since being in uh, the US is the amount of walking I'll be doing and the amount of steps I was getting in and the, the amount of food that I'd need to get in to replace those calories and how hungry I was getting uh, and how tired I was getting at the end of the day is because of the lack of nutrients and making sure that I was not under eating all the time. And one thing I was finding was that I was quite sleepy a lot of the time um, because of the interrupted sleep sometimes within in hostels with people snoring and all these things uh, and that can really in, like interfere with your um, need or want to be able to find new places and that's important especially when you are traveling to be able to have that appreciation for new places and and getting on the road and, and trying to go out and find somewhere so as i said austin dallas i'm putting them behind me uh, i'm really looking forward to seeing washington the next podcast will be within new york city new york i've got six days in so there's going to be so much to talk it's just going to revolve all around new york next podcast because uh, i think that it's going to be such an uplifting one because of the amount of love i have for that city central park the coastline where mr robot was filmed in the arcade area uh, and the um the the equivalent of Santa Monica, I call it, for, for New York. It's going to be very cold as well. It's going to be a different way of me seeing New York. Last time I was there, it was 30 degrees hot. Uh, and I'd only packed for winter gear at the time because it was April. Uh, and I'd gone to Iceland and, and Canada, and, which were minus 4 degrees. Uh, and now I'm properly packed, ready to go for the the wintry cold, the minus uh, degrees, and as well as the, the five degree heat that will be uh, the middle of winter for New York City and Washington DC. Very much like the crazy storm that's going on back in England, uh, Storm Eunice, which seems to have torn down a few fences and ruined a few houses and uh, I am very glad not to be back in the UK at the moment where probably the worst storm that the people have seen in over 100 years, like probably not 100 years, but 50 years um, has hit the, the coastline of the UK. So I am very much appreciating my ability to be in the United States rather than in the United Kingdom. So this has been a very quick podcast orientating around the ups and downs of traveling, the sort of realization appreciation for when you have something and you don't understand how good you have it at the time so this has been a taylor's tales podcast this has been chris's corner i'm your host chris taylor and as always i'll see you around and i hope to see you this time next week bye now and 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 the city of austin will be what it has always been an uninteresting dullard <laughs>